Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is NNM Radio. I'm your host. Wanted to do a podcast. Wanted to give y'all an update. And um, <laughs> I've been getting out and about, all right? So <laughs> I had a great birthday weekend, you know, and I got to be around, like, a, a, a really close friend that I've known for over 10 years and you know uh, having folks you know like like be able to be around some folks now you know the reason why I'm pausing is because there's a lot of personal things with people relations that respectively so I have to leave out and um yeah uh, for like um uh, the whole you know the strip club stuff my friend is into that and I told him man I'm sort of like out out of that phase you know I (laughs) I've already been through the strip club phase in my own time when I was younger. And, you know, getting off of work, you just got paid, you know, that. (laughs) And on top of that, even after the strip club phase, because I I worked my way, you know, through the strip club phase. And now you're in the back room and you're getting the lap dances. So I naturally progressed to Hitting the tricks, hitting the prostitutes, the whores, the sluts, whatever you want to call them. And then I, you know, went over that phase, you know, just like the strip club phase. And even when I tell y'all, like, me trying out the online dating, you know, I'm just in a different phase in my life. And I sort of feel like, all right, I'm at the end of that whole... Um, online dating phase because the only ones that I have not dropped money on and really tried out I have tried them both out for free because my strategy is let me get to know the app how it functions and then I could drop money on it and see how different and more beneficial it is so I could like honestly get its value I'll do the same thing with games so E-Harmony and Tinder. And I'm like, I'm hearing the reviews and people complain, like, put the money down on Tinder. It's like, oh, cool, whatever. You could just pick and choose whatever. I don't know. And then as soon as it ends, you know, whatever their subscription, now all of a sudden they get all these likes that they can't see or can't access, whatever. They just notice that repetition that makes you want to drop more. I'm like, you know, if you're not getting it for free, don't drop money on it. Because I already wasted my money on Hinge. You know, drop money on that. Boom. Um, Bubble did have a light come through, but I didn't like it. And Bumble had... Now, this may not be every night or every, you know, a day out of the week, but they had this one uh, 
what was it like blind date blind dating right and just go to a chat with random people they think i guess that's why it took so long for it to calibrate for me you know connect because it may be a connection talking about wi-fi but i doubt it you know <clears throat> in my house whatever i have no problem so yeah a lot of ducks and on top of that like i said it's blind so you can't see their profile or their picture profile picture so you just chat and be like all right at the end they've revealed it because i did have one chat but obviously the person was <laughs> like number but red flags um, like, what do you do? About how much do you make? Um, where you at? Obviously, it just sort of felt very driven, you know. But I don't blame them because the the time was like ridiculously short. You know, I think it was like only a minute. Maybe a little over, like, it wasn't even no five-minute thing. I, I lie to you not. Like, two minutes tops it must have been. But I swear it felt shorter than that, like, for real, like, speed. So after, like, entering into, like, chess with some females, they'll just automatically log off. It's like, are they trolling me? Like, this, <laughs> you think, like, guys would do this <laughs> to girls, but I'm, like, really on whatever and that was for their pay right there they had to go and do that speed blinding so it's like all right whatever now eHarmony it just comes off as there's going to be a lot of older women women that are advanced on there i ain't going to find women you know early 30s like me if they are you know, they're, I guess, you know, you hate to say it, right? But, um, yeah, and now um, just going out, partying, having fun, making connections. <laughs> yeah, and this past weekend, I had a birthday gift to myself. You know, got to try out the Exotica Expo, the porn convention, and it was it was great. I had a I had a good time. Now, you probably think, oh, you're going into a porn convention, topless women, getting lap dances, eyes over here walking away with bitches, oh, you're getting neck in the bathroom, whatever, you know. You're just thinking, like, whoa, some. But actually, no. <laughs> you know, um, nobody was naked, you know, at all. And on top of that, by the time I saw somebody that was topless, I'm all the way at the VIP party, the after, the after party, right, in the ballroom. <coughs> All right, so I got to see some stars, took pictures with them, and 
you know, um, I just had to ask a question like, like, how do you get into this industry? Like, like, what, what, what do you gotta do? Like, where you gotta go? Like, what, what's up? <laughs> you know, I, like, how did you get here? <laughs> and it was, uh, I was talking with this one black guy. He was a young black guy, right? And I remember he played in this one adult time um, movie. And it's a scene, and he's like outside raking. You know, he's just a yard man. And the boss like, come on, man, get to work, get to work. And he over here looking at this uh, young girl. And she walking into the, or she might be like, you know, she's in the house, whatever. But he's looking at her. He's like, yo, she, she caught my eye. His boss goes, leaves. He's like, come on, man, get this job done. <laughs> By the time I get back, he's like, you know, forget this job. He goes and he sneaks into the girl's house, man. And here's a plot. She's blind. You know, so he goes and plays like he's her new doctor. And you know where that goes. But um, the reason why I brought that up <coughs> is that whole channel, Adult Time, is a bit different than the other um, productions. And they tend to do, like, they also got another section underneath that. This, um, I don't know the name of it, but it's really more taboo. So that's what he did. But the thing about it is what you notice with these modern day porn, if you're not obviously watching the cliche hardcore porn, is it'd be really trying to put in acting and like something to say for real, for real. <laughs> and on top of that, they be putting in um the the quality cameras. Like the cameras ain't like how it was when we grew up. So now it's like some almost like some TV show movie quality. So homie, homie, um, what what got me noticing about the channel, homie, is like yo, he's really acting. Like I can tell that. Some of these people and these, because the funny thing is, <clears throat> the scenarios, camera work, quality, right? And the, like, the story is more entertaining that had me hooked in the actual scenes. So I saw, yo, he, and then, you know, of course, so when I see him at the convention, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, like, yo, what's up? And it's like, um, the reason why I also say I had such a good time is because everybody in there is down to earth. And I guess since that the people that they know as far as fans, they actually like remember them. Like I, I actually got to see like, and to y'all it might come off as weird, but there really wasn't anything weird, actually. You know, nothing weird was said. Nobody, like, that I was around, whoever, like, oh, let me give you a, a jar of my cum. Like, no, you know, you, you would just expect or think, like, oh, you got a porno convention, like, you're stepping, like, on sticky floors, you know, all around. Like, you're just thinking all this, you know, like, stereotypes and cliches. But it was very professional. And with all my interactions with all the stars was very down to earth and welcoming and like dope. And 
with me getting that VIP, I was able to get even closer to them and being around them even more. So I'm at the party, we at the bar, and I'm like, do you know who that is right there? And people just like, I was, see, see, that was the thing, is the thing that, that sort of shocked me the most is how nonchalant the guys, how, how they around the guy actors, because I ran into this one guy, this man's a legend. <laughs> He's been in the industry probably before I was even born. <laughs> I mean, legend. Not Ron Jeremy, somebody else, actually, if you was wondering. So I was like, yo, like, what's up? You, you know, so that that's the thing. Like, like yo, y'all don't know who he is. And when I'm at the bar and I'm like, hold on, you don't know who she is and then other like <clears throat> process just passing me just walking by I'm just like yo go outside for a smoke you see another one yo like like they just really like like you're just really a part like like really amongst and then I, I was chatting up with this one guy lucky for him right he been happy to be at the hotel he just been happy to be right there you know at the bar and it's like yeah, man, I was, like, here, like, a long time, you know, before this all set up. I'm just looking around, like, oh, what, what is this? And he's like, yeah, we just getting to know each other. I'm just telling him, like, yeah, this is my first time. But I was like, you know, funny thing is, how many millionaires do you think is in this room right now? He's like, wow, good question. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's some money around here. And when I can... Get the, got to thinking, there was this one particular table, nothing but well-dressed, older white men. And it got me thinking, those are the producers right there. <laughs> and I'm over here just walking by them and walking past them and all that. I'm like, dang, if I would put that together, I would introduce myself and be like, hey, man, I'm going to need a contract. <laughs> Right, so I saw the guy again, the young black fellow, and I was like, oh, man, I want to ask you, I wanted to get into the industry, like, point me to the person. He's like, oh, actually, my agent's right here, right next to me. So she went on and gave me the email, and I went on and emailed her. And as I'm recording it, the convention is going on still, so I'm going to have to give it some time. But I went on and looked at the website, and you know, took it an extra step. But I'm also, you know, very excited and giving it some time. And I'm taking a look at the application because she told me she's going to send me that application, you know. <sighs> so that's that. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to be going down to Houston, Texas. Christmas and New Year's, so he's still going on, you know. But in the meantime, in the meantime, I'm really heavily considering, like, I shouldn't have any more plans, like, leading up to that, because I need to get my bread straight, because when you party like a porn star, with the porn stars, right, you spend money 
Oh my goodness. I ain't gonna lie to you. Their bar was cash only. And the hotel bar, you can swipe your car. But I tell you, it was in between a whole rock and a hard place. Because, dang. I, I ain't going to no ATM. What I had on me is what I had on me. Now I rely heavily on the debit card because I had to go back to the <laughs> to the bar. Oh man, the prices at their bar. It's like dang, boy. And on top of that, it was a ticket service. Yeah. So they 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 was taking cash, and I I already ran up my all of my bucks right there at the convention. So by the time I got to the after. I was cashless. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't. I was able to tip the bartender. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to save all my money. And also, your boy is still on with the stock market. We had a couple of, you know, not a couple because... When they started telegraphing the soft landing, trying to avoid the recession, <clears throat> they did telegraph it, and a lot of stocks started falling. I had to sell some holdings, but the holdings I still held on to are still going strong and having some longevity as we're having this bounce back during this market shift, going vamping up into, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know how that goes. So those holdings are doing good. And uh, I actually got to survive in, in some good positions for some holdings. Uh, I would say definitely so the ones that are benefiting me the most. And on top of that, I didn't give up on a cryptocurrency. And I was able to get some good positions in the cryptocurrency. And now I'm finally floating, if not, you know flying a little bit with some currencies because I got a few of them, you know, and I don't trust all of them. The ones that I'm holding are the ones I got good positions because despite a bad day coming or even a couple of bad days back to back coming, I'm still in the surplus. So I'm like, oof, thank goodness I got good positions. And it got me thinking that I think... The most convenient blessing about me in the cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, for example, is for the people that went on and bought that when it was hyped and it was high, right now they're still losing because it still haven't reached back to those Oh, like back when a long time ago, oh, you wish you would have bought. Nah, buy it now. Buy it now. Because now it's at its true actual value and it's going to be rising. That's what happened. Because when Bitcoin was doing good, <clears throat> that was actually a bubble. That was actually a bubble. That wasn't even its true value. And... Because of the circumstances of coronavirus, that's also probably contributed to that bubble right there. And the bubble got burst. And I know a friend 
Definitely so. Because I know somebody else that does trading. I don't know his position, but I know that one friend of mine, he bought it during that bubble. And, you know, you got to wait a long time for that angle to match back to when you originally purchased that Bitcoin. So, like, all my cryptocurrencies are at a good, because <clears throat> with crypto, base, I mean, with Bitcoin basically being the whale of it, the other cryptocurrencies, like, similarly go through that same fluctuation, and all of them was basically in a bubble. When you look at Shiba, when you look at Dogecoin, they they had their bubble burst. Ethereum, now I think about Shiba. They all had that early overvalued and then it burst. And now I'm at some good positions and I'm like, okay. You know, my stock market, some of them flub, some of them are cool. It's I think it's because we're at a precedented shift in our market overall, you know, and... That's why some of them are kind of like I'll tell you one I got a great position on that's at Eli Lilly. Um, Eli Lilly, definitely so that I could think of because I was about to say Humera, but no, I actually had to end up selling. Matter of fact, Humera like crashed out of nowhere as of late, like lately. So yeah. So what's up with me and selling a lot is because I'm basically doing penny stocks. You know, I'm not buying full shares. You know, I divvy up, divide up the dollar and go in and put it all in. It's, I'm still putting all in, but it's all feeding different holdings and different holdings is getting more value. So when they gain, I get... Bigger margin on that profit, you know, that whole dynamic. So, that's doing cool. I'm still doing the farming. Um, I got a couple of days of some good weather, despite it being post-Halloween season, November. So, I'm going to have to bring um, the tomatoes in. The spinach I'll keep out there. Because they do good in cool weather. Yep, and I still got the, the uh, majority group of fishes. Some fish died. I haven't like fully updated y'all on which fish died. But some day one fishes are very much so still in there, you know. And I also got a koi fish. Which I recently decided to bring them in because... We we did face a cold day, and I didn't want that water to freeze on them. I couldn't, you know, get them if it gets, like, too bad. So I brought them in. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I've been, um, add, I've been adding to my uh, bank investing portfolio. Now, I just do out the word investing, not meaning... I'm having the banks invest in, you know, ETFs and indexes. And no, I mean, like me investing in different banking um, savings accounts. So I've been adding to my repertoire, my portfolio. Yep. 
like getting loaded up. And I've been doing different things with my money. Yeah, I've been doing pretty good staying clean. And um, I still drink, I still smoke weed, and I still smoke tobacco. Other than that, I'm staying clean. Can't always pop pills. You can't. This shit going crazy. You think you are one thing, and you end up being on something else because you're dealing with somebody that can't verify anything. Hmm? Oh, man. You know that shit crazy, though. Yeah, if you gonna pop one and call that verification, but the one that is what you don't think is, it could still be in that whole part, that hole, you know? So, the, the Wii game isn't like pill game and when you got the idea or maybe catching on to the idea of people could be sabotaging other people on purpose it's like you know you don't, you don't want to become getting across fire of that type of stuff because you want to feel good it, it can't be that worth it. And and even if it's not that deep, you don't want to... Because, do you know? That type of stuff just all almost look the same. You break it all apart. And then they mash it into, like, a pill-shaped machine. You know, so... You don't know what the heck. Somebody don't broke down and then reshape it. I'm gonna give that to you. <laughs> Come on, man. It could be that simple. Like, who are they gonna catch if something happened like that happens to you? That is like virtually almost untraceable. In that, like, like some serious good detectives gotta like avenge your case. <laughs> For them to, like, figure out who the heck just accidentally or on purpose. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah, yes. Alright, um, big shout-out to the UK. Big shout-out to the Philippines and Canada. Y'all been listening to me. Big shout-out to the young folks out there. Where y'all in your 20s? And life is just, life is fast. And when you think about, like, those different stages before how now it's, like, becoming more and more like a distant memory. And you just, like, in your early adult phase. Because, you know, different people could be different strokes. But don't you find it kind of funny because a lot of people could relate to this, and you can too, that when you get to a different stage, you're like, oh, now I know more. And if I could recall that previous stage, I, I could have sworn I knew some stuff, but give it some time and some experience, <clears throat> you know more. So yeah, you're in that 20s, 
gonna start doing what I'm doing, you know, stay away from some things because you don't want to be a victim. Start off like really investing in yourself. Yup. So that you're better. Matter of fact, this could segue into a conversation I could have with y'all. And it was a conversation me and my sister had briefly. And it's the dynamics how women can have it worse than guys. Is women have to bring beauty and stability to a relationship. The dynamic of the guy is he just have to bring stability. He doesn't need to be pretty. He doesn't need to be beautiful. He doesn't need to be attractive. A guy could rely and relate on being brutal, being big, being ugly, being fierce, being scary. He could rely on that. And he could even rely on being unkept. But what I notice is what helps with the shivery is the stability. You know, some, you know, stroke of luck. And on a female, she could just all be charmed by just, you know, the, the affection. However, in this modern day, and now it's other you know, thing at play with our modern day dating and relationships. Yeah, this is a good way for me to to bulge into because I always told you like my progression is the the guy he, he brings the stability I just so jazz. <laughs> so when you bring the stability you're you have a high frequency, or you have a frequency that's, um, what's the word you could say? Um, consistency. You know, when you have stability, you have consistency. You know, frequency could be high. You know, you get paid every day. <laughs> you get paid every week. You know, people love getting paid every week when they work at those, you know, crummy jobs because... That two weeks pay, oh my, that's what keeps people poor, it feels like. So, you know, you even got less frequency, right? You get paid annually, you can get paid bi-annually, you know? But typically, when you get paid like that, you just, like, pray, I hope you're still not getting minimum wage, you're getting, like... Buku money if you get paid annually, biannually, that type of vibe. So, and that's also the thing about the frequency that adds the stability is you may not even have a job, but because you're able to have enough for you to be stable in a relationship. Stable with yourself. <laughs> that needed to come out. Is the stability that helps with the shivery, that helps with the relationship. And I can only, you know, this might be a little bit stereotype. I'm only a guy, you know. 
when when the female gets a little like emotional, gets a little restless, because what I'm learning and hearing about the females is they're not challenging you in your longevity or you as a whole or the whole relationship when they get on a point. When they get on a point, that's just the point. That's just right now. That's just recent. And if you can't help them out with that recent what's going on, then they could bleed over, you know, and over time. So guys get it twisting some, you know, big picture thinking when the female says something, you know. And the thing, you know, we could admit, or maybe that could be the case, maybe more or less, more times or less times, is she could say something that is crossing the line. However, for a lot of those females, is because some of them get into a long-term relationship at an early age, they just don't know, so... They get to a point with a guy when they really are testing the boundaries. And the guy takes it as, oh, like, you you, you must don't love me anymore. She, she does love you. The thing is, she's testing her boundaries. Maybe you're young and she's young and y'all been in a relationship for a, a long time. And what's a long time? I mean, like six years you know like when you like crossing that that's a long time that's a long time when you start crossing that and say six years to people that's been married for like 30 40 years <laughs> they're laughing like what <laughs> but you're, you're still young right but I'm just also like explaining possibly what I, you know cause also from what I'm hearing from other people what could <clears throat> I'm being as broad as possible. What's happening is she entertains you and you entertain her for a reason. Like, if the clock stops ticking and we wanted to average up the time, the emotions, and the different places and different spaces you... You've been with that woman, even if you call yourself just a friend or the probe. If if you honestly, if she's honestly around you, she honestly, she spent more time with you than with her supposed boyfriend or whoever her guy friend is, you know? Maybe it could be deeper than a boyfriend. And when you're around somebody, you, you could... It's like you just keep playing, you keep rolling the dice. And, you know, for some people, the odds are really steep. But somewhere along the line, because that's the thing about women is they can entertain a thought longer than a guy. Like, rarely for a guy, because, you know, when you got those guys that could entertain a thought for too long, those are the, like, what do you think about my boy? Like, move on. You know, that's how us guys, it's like, you, you got to know what is good for you and got to know what's bad for you. Guys will tell you, 
give you that advice, but if you don't want to listen, you go through that, like, ain't no love lost. You got to go see, you know, somebody that got a lot of empathy, like a therapist, to, to, to hear you out. That's just how it is. So, you run a girl, and y'all keep rolling the dice. The thing that could change your odds is to change just a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the thing is, unless you're dealing with somebody that's like really like bonkers out there, FMI, don't follow their advice to change. <laughs> don't. You do your change and you do your thing. That's the best way to go. She spends time with you. She sees your development from alpha to, you know, whatever. She She's going to pick up on that because she's not picking up on these other guys. She's looking at a picture or eight-second video of, like, what... You and your friends are already doing. You're only showing, like, one little aspect of your life, you know, through these social medias, and you're trying to show the best. Or you trying to show us side, right? But she actually knows you. Matter of fact, in this day and age, she actually trusts you because that's why you're in her presence. And even if she had friends... Because the friends talk about you. Because she says something. But you're still around. Even those, even those, com after those conversations. So, so, so take that. Take that as a sign. Now, now the thing is, is you don't want to scare because <laughs> now you come into the realization that, oh, there's a possibility of this. And when you switch up like that and you put all that energy onto her, because now, you know, these females ain't like females in the past. They've been more shy because how I know it's like even those like Bumble, they have the girl do the first. And the girls just like, yo, this is exactly not what we want. That's like giving us... More of a reason to deny guys, giving us more anxiety. We need the guy to make the first move. That's what uh, a lot of them are saying. So, <sighs> we don't make the first move on her. Make make the first move just in general, as a as a couple, as two people together. And don't don't get into the whole labels, because when I told you when the clock stops and it, whoever is the referee, right, <laughs> he adds it all up, right? You got the most points, you won. You got the most minutes, you won. But you know, like like because that's that's a good advice that I, I would give to my friend that gave to me that I didn't follow. Which I'm telling y'all is, don't put no label on it. Don't. Even if she acts, don't. Don't. Be, and why? 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 This is the perfect. 
Because actions speak louder than words. Yep. Yep. So when she sees that you're consistent, you're stable. Oh, we could go out. You, you know, y'all just whatever. She follows your advice, or you follow her advice, and plays function people. And you don't even mind who she is and her person because that's where guys also get tripped up. They around her. They're curious. They get a little insecure. Oh, who's this guy? Who's that? You know, don't forget about it. All right. So when you have the action speak loud in words, this is what you could do is do it again. Do it again. And even switch it up. Get a little, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, grandiose. You know, I'm not saying more romantic. <coughs> But um, definitely, instead of the home park, you know, the whole runabout rotary that you usually do, why don't you go out of state, you know, give her a challenge. She gave you a challenge. Why don't you give her a challenge? I'm going to be over here, out there. You got to ride with somebody or you want me to pick you? <laughs> and if she says no, you go. You just gain more experience points. Because, you know, maybe y'all follow each other on social media. She's going to see that. And especially if you're genuinely having fun, right? Because you should try to have some fun, Right? And now, now I'm thinking about it. This could also go for the ladies. You're a lady. I mean, you know, you got a guy. You know, you got his little girlfriend. They, you know, play around with him. He plays around with them, but whatever. But you're spending all this time with him, right? He's not really interested, but it's just play around. And the ball is in your court. You're spending all this time with him. Think of something a little more than the usual rodeo, right? Y'all keep doing it, right? Yeah, like you spent time with him, but, you know, give him a little challenge. Like, hey, I want to, like, let's uh, stay uh, and not romantic. No, because back to the guy. We're about to switch back to his scenario. This isn't a date romantically. This is... <clears throat> Whatever you're into, you know, I'm into museums. So I'm out of state. I'm going to a museum. That's my example. Maybe your example is dance, party, you know, the beach, whatever. That, whatever you're interested in, not, oh, this is going to be romantic for us. No, 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 no. What the heck do you want to do? You give them that challenge. You Even if they say no, you have a good time. You have fun. And on a friendship level, also relations, they're going to be like, I'm going to have to, you know, link up the next time around. And it's like, yo, you really went out there. You really had fun. I could have been there like we always hang out. 
bada bing, bada boom. You just like it is it your actions is is gonna speak. So they see your social media, they like right, yeah, you came back, you tell them this and that. You know, you give them some time. You put on a little time and then you're gonna throw it out there again. And even if you kept going out and they kept saying no, they, uh, you got so many more other friends that you could be making out in the world because that person is your friend, right? And when you come around town, you have fun with them. But apparently with you discovering and, you know, following your passion and all that, you got some other friends in other places. You're going to make some friends. So a whole lot of temporary friends. Yep. Plenty of folks out there. So that's also how I'm taking it. That's also how you should take it in your 20s. You know, it's, it's scary out there in your 20s because you're around folks like me in their 30s. You're around people in their 40s. All that. I know, I know. You're around some grown, I know you were an adult, but you're around a grown-ass man, right? Grown folks. It's all good, you're getting the experience. Also, be humble. Be humble, because there's always a man stronger than you, there's always a man faster than you, and there's always a man smarter than you. You think you could pick him out and could avoid the fight, avoid the... <clears throat> spark decision whatever just you know no 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 the environment that you're in at all times always be aware I mean some people will tell you what decisions to make I can't tell you what decisions I'm just telling you, be aware. And that's that's all this conversation is about with, with the dating and the relationships. Like, are you, you really with her? Are you really with him? And all this time, he wasn't even aware. So, now that you're aware, the ball is in your court. You gonna keep doing the usual rotary rodeos round and round we go, or are you about to go in and give them a challenge and follow your passion? Cause I am. No, you keep doing the same thing and you keep getting sadder and sadder. You sad. You get mad, you see other folks, and you got ideas for other folks, right? Like, oh, that person. Stop, man. Stop. You better stop doing the same thing and getting the same results. And then you wonder why you upset. What? And you wonder... Y'all know this podcast. You listening to it, right? You remember. The podcast wasn't always, wasn't always like this. 
it wasn't. And y'all, some of y'all that listen, y'all do know that. Now I'm just like talking so interpersonal like myself. But I used to be on all this and I had to do something different. Yeah. When you get when you start doing something different, you're gonna get different results. Keep doing this thing. Like, yo, I feel bad for this one person. They got two jobs, so I'm just like, dang. So you got two jobs to only just work two jobs because you don't have the time off to not work two jobs. That's some big brain stuff. <laughs> you know, that that's insanity. The person's going through it in between a rock and a hard place. I'm telling y'all. Don't. Because when you get two jobs, you only have enough time just for two jobs. And when you got a job, you only have a time just for the job. I'm trying to tell you how to pay yourself. Well, first of all, you need some type of income. Well, how do you make your money? If you got to keep your job, because if you quit your job, you got no money. You got to figure out how do you make money outside of a job. Unless you really do like your job. Hopefully your job got some benefits. You're going to wish you invested some money. You saved some money. Even I go back to the bank for a rainy day. Yep. And I'm like, you know, thank goodness I saved some money. You know, you ought to be up on the same thing. All right, so I guess that's about it for the episode. I am your host. Thanks for tuning in to NNM Radio. And hopefully I hear from you before I go to Houston. So let's go have some fun.